Hello there and welcome to another episode of Yes Thought Lyrical Lab and Anthem Pack Discography. Today we will be taking a look at the 13th song off of the second studio album Malibu, which is called Come Down. Come Down is produced by High Tech, and they actually both said something about this. So we're going to talk about what High Tech said first, which here's how he talked about basically how the song came together. That beat, well, the bass front line, I recorded that idea during the second Reflection Eternal album. I kept going back to it every so often, but I could never find the right drum pattern for it. One day in 2015, I finally figured it out. I was chopping these drums up, and it just clicked in my head. So I went back to that bass line. It was maybe 100 beats per minute at the time, so I slowed it down. The anthem pack joint is 90 beats per minute, so I didn't have to slow it down too much, but I slowed it down and added it to the drum track. Anderson DM'd me on Twitter and said, What's up? I'm trying to get some stuff from you. I'm wrapping my album up. I want to see what you got. So I asked him what he was looking for, and he said, I want a Devil's Pie-type joint. I was like, yo, God worked in mysterious ways. I got that already. I had just worked on the track like three weeks before he hit me up. I sent him the track. He hit me right back asking for a couple more. Usually when artists do that, it means they don't like what you send them. A month later, he hit me out of the blue and was like, I was working on your joint tonight. Then he hit me back a few days later and sent me the vocal and I was like, wow, this shit's out of here. I asked him anything else you hearing on the track. He was like, do you think you can add some guitar? That's where you hear more of the rock type guitar when his verse starts. And that was his idea. I mean, man, Cameron Brown, great guitarist, the young cat from Cincinnati, plays his guitar parts. The way he attacked it reminds me of, like, James Brown. I salute Anderson, man. He gave me a chance to reinvent that high-tech sound. That's what people like from me. And then Anderson actually talked about collaborating with high-tech, too. He said, high-tech hit me up on Twitter saying he was a big fan, and I immediately hit him back. I was a huge fan. Came up on a lot of his stuff. I knew he could give me some funky, greasy stuff, but still hip-hop bass. I was so excited to work with him. I said, dude, I just want an infectious groove with a nasty bass line. That's exactly what it sent me. At first, I was like, this is too open. Sat with it for a little bit, then I came back to it once I had more of the album done. It was one of the last songs we did for the album, probably why we didn't put a bridge on it. I heard a Parliament funk party element. That's what I was going for. There's so much space when I feel like the vocal signs and that grit really gets to stand out. We went back and forth thing, then we wanted to add subtle things like guitar collapse, the sequencing. In the end, we came up with a nice funk track, so they're basically just talking about like how uh, they talk to each other, how they, I guess, came together through Twitter DM. Uh, high Tech worked with uh, 50 Cent a couple times, worked with uh, Blackstar, um, the game. Uh, he also has some work of his own. So, yeah, High Tech has made a name himself, obviously, as I already mentioned. Cam Brown did the guitar, and uh, Brian Cockerham is on the bass. Uh, the song dropped on January 9th of 2016 as a final single before the album dropped. So, yeah, that's basically all I have to say about this. So, let's just get into Come Down. So, we start off with a quick intro, which says, Y'all, N-words got me hot. Uh, N-words, tell me how. So, Anderson is bigger than he has ever been, but he only has more to prove at this point. That's really... 
all that basically all that saying like he is huge but like how did he get here um and how he got here were we're about to find out that's kind of what the song entails so then we get on to the first verse which starts with hey well that's exactly what a n-word came for he did this so he could be on the top. His collaboration with Dr. Dre, The Game, Gold Link, and others at the time had put him at the top and drawn attention to him. He, that's exactly what he wants. Like, he had six features on Compton. Uh, he had. He was also on track with Nas on Documentary 2.5. That was not true. That wasn't credited, but still a track with Nas. And actually, even going back to the Dr. Dre track. The Dr. Dre album, uh, he shared tracks with Eminem, Ice Cube, Kendrick, Primo, um, and then Goldlink. He also got attention for that feature, too. Hi, you doing shots from afar? I'm going to meet you at the front door. While other people tend to lay low and not overdo themselves on collaboration with big stars, Anderson likes to go all out, still on the show, even if his part in the song is small. People are playing it way too safe while he is going all in so he can really succeed greatly and he finishes the verse off this is this is one of the songs with like shorter verses it's not like a full like rap song it's more of like r&b funk so the verses have less words because they're sung rather than rapped but the verse concludes with ah so hard to be doing what you really meant for beauty huh I, but I don't make it look don't I make it look easy don't I make it look good it is hard to succeed in life but with his output he makes it look easy this could this could be because of the fact that basically how much good music he releases and how normal it seems for him to do so basically feeling natural at this point in reality though it's hard for someone to make it like he has like even for him it wasn't easy we've talked about for the past 12 songs and he didn't really have an easy come up but he's not gonna really have much of a come down at this point so we move on to the chorus which says Hey, now you drink up all my liquor, come on, what am I supposed to do now? And you talking all that shit, now come on, you're gonna have to back it up. If I get too high now, sugar, come on, I might never come down, you know I might never come down, let me get down, you know. You might not never come down, now let me come down, you might not never come down, let me get down. So Anderson actually did talk about this chorus, and he said, It's like I'm being antagonized by this group of people, I want to come down, they're like, no way, kind of like the Parliament or Funkadelic, where they have a little character with a high-pitched voice, and he's like, I can't swim, put me down, that's what the theme is, and it came together so easily in the studio, I wrote on the road when I was on tour, what I was getting at the hook is a play on the whole James Brown element, where he's like, I want to get down, it's the reality that they're taunting him, like, you're never going to get down, and he's like, nah, I'm going to show you, I want to bust a move in this bitch. So, um, since there's no liquor left, I'm doing, like, I guess my more so interpretation, because, and, like, my, I guess, version of what he's saying here. Since there's no liquor left, he has to resort to other ways of achieving a high, like drugs. If he gets too high on these drugs, it'll take a long time for him to return to a sober state. And this can be problematic at some points. And this is 
basically included the metaphor as to how Anderson has gotten this big. Since the easy way is closed, he's going to have to take the big risks. But if he succeeds, he'll have the longevity to stay at the top for a long time, which could be problematic because people will be changing his name everywhere he goes, even if he, like, isn't really in the mood and is just not feeling it right now. So there's a downside of that. There's a whole, like, I want to get down part, but, like, he might not ever be able to get down because he's just so big like people know his name now people know who anderson pack is um and yeah that's basically what i got from the chorus so when we were talking about the beat and what anderson said about working with high tech he said that there was um no bridge but what we're about to talk about is a bridge so basically when he said that's why so when he said probably why we didn't put a bridge in it so that was a fucking lie um the bridge is you might never ever come down it took too long to get this high off the ground don't run just stay a while and he actually did talk about this he said i like to keep it vague i'm talking about the party element being with someone and being in a situation position where it's like if we get into the situation we can't go back from here then there's the other part you're on the come up and you don't want that moment to cease. Then there's the element where you might have a bad trip. You might be on acid like, nah, get me down from here. I've had that before where you yell at bulls and get spins. I like doing that as opposed to making it directly about one thing. Essentially, everybody feels what the song's about. They just want groove. I keep it vague and keep people guessing. I like that about it. It's all these different elements embodying one feeling. That's actually part of why I did the podcast. Like... He does a lot of this, like, vague stuff that can be interpreted in multiple different ways. He can, like, make a couple different... Like, he can make a couple different narratives that you can follow throughout the albums about completely different things. Like, for example, in Venice, I actually noticed a lot of, like, double-meaning stuff that work throughout a bunch of songs. And also, that's present a lot in Malibu, too. So, but basically how I am seeing it is it being basically a long journey to the top but so Anderson's not gonna really want to fall off anytime soon and really he just wants to make it big he just wants the he just wants to be a big winner in this game so after this we get on to the second verse and the second verse begins with can't beat it can't beat it can't beat it can't beat it with a big bat though Anderson is so big that even the strongest verse can't knock him down knock him off the position he is at in this moment. While this is generally referring to a bigger artist becoming more relevant, he says this here literally, calling a big bat into play, which is pretty strong. Like, if you get whacked in the head with a giant bat, then you're probably going to be unconscious. Hell, you could even die from that. So, yeah, he's not going to be able to fall off from... Like, he's just so high up that, like... Well, actually, I don't know if it, like, how can I say this? Like, he's, like, I guess maybe a big bat couldn't reach him. So, like, long bat could work, too. So, it can't be it with a long bat, though, even though he's saying big bat. But big could refer to long, because long is basically big in length. So, that could also be what he's saying. 
Can't see her with his pitch black Gucci frames on. Let me take these bitches off. Let me get the full scope. Hold up. Huh? Full screen. HD. Let me get another picture. He did talk about this a little bit. He said, I'm like, let me put away my swag for a little bit so I could get the big picture real quick. He comes in the scene on his high horse and then, hold up. Let me put that to the side real quick and see what's really going on here. So, yeah, basically that explains it for us. He's so high up and cop in the lifestyle that sometimes he just needs to step down or step aside to look at the big picture to see how things really are. Like, high-definition camera, which captures the clearest image possible. I mean, obviously we have, like, four take. 4k technology now and shit but like that's basically what the line that um basically what the line well it was in 2016 so i guess 4k is relatively new at that era so yeah that's what could have been talking about let me pull it to the pre-show so he's gonna come to the show in style because that's the way he operates now. He's just this classy, stylish guy that's big and at the top. Whoa, cool beans, cool beans. That's a whole lot of reefer. Let me help you with the pre-roll. He notices how there's an overabundance of weed, so he's helping this person get rid of some. In contact with the rest of the song, he sees the open space there is for fame and success. So he's taking over that space to get rid of it. So... He can be big like he's wanted to. So, yeah, that ends the second verse. And then we have a repetition of the chorus and the bridge. And since this is the album version, that is how the song ends. So, yeah, I guess we have one more thing to do now. And that's get to the conclusion. Come Down details how Anderson is is going to the top where he's always wanted to be. It shows how him being here changed him, how it wasn't really easy for him to get here in the first place, even though it may look easy from how he does it and how he'll never come down from the position he is in right now. And if anything, he'll only come up. Um, So, yeah, thank you guys for listening to the podcast as a whole and also this episode. Uh, numbers have been a little low lately, but that's kind of what happens when you come back from a long-ass hiatus and you're not a huge person. But, um, yeah, I think we're definitely going to be able to start getting those back up. Um, and also I have an announcement that, like, really soon I'm actually going to be dropping a bonus episode, which will analyze both the TI and the Schoolboy feet. Well, both remixes, the one featuring T.I. and the one featuring uh, Schoolboy Q and Ty Dolla Sign. So yeah, be on the lookout for when that happens. But other than that, I got nothing. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. I already said that. Um, be sure to like share and just tell your friends. Uh, yeah, that's uh, just pretty standard stuff. So thank you guys for listening, and I'll catch you guys next time. Take care, guys.